Liliana Shleila from Beirut, Mabrouk. We just previewed a, a new track, 2020, from your upcoming EP, Malign Benign. Since you started working on this project, there was a revolution and a COVID crisis, and they both hit Lebanon quite hard. So tell me, please, how is this EP linked to the ambient situation in Lebanon and to the ways in which you were reacting to it? Technically, this EP was ready since January, uh, production-wise. But uh, but film mix and master that took some time. And can Atia be Berlin? Shout out to Khayam Lami and Rashad Becker for working on them and Haris Basil for working on the artwork. So I was supposed to release an album last year, um, in October, actually. But I didn't release it. <laughs> One, because during the protest, the first night of the protest, when I came to Beirut, it wasn't the 17th, actually. I got injured, lol. <laughs> um, so even I had a tour uh, during which I had to release the album, but everything got cancelled <laughs> because because I had to do an operation and blah 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 breath so when the time came after the rehab I couldn't really relate to the the tracks that I had for the album planned for the album so I just dismissed them but in a minute I don't know what happened I just started producing it's not my process uh, and I actually produced these uh, this EP in like eight days or so I was ready to send to make some master and that was it. I I'm, I don't like to say somehow I guess So what about the sound itself? I mean, um, it's it's obviously lots of your uh, tracks feature this noise, um, these atmospheric harmonies, um, um, these sort of build ups, dramatic build ups. So tell me more about how. Um, you want people to experience um, your sound. If you're not used to, and if you're not fond of this specific kind of music, Mabashul genre come in, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> so if you're not very exposed to that kind of music, you might feel or sense that it's a bit too aggressive, Masalan. But uh, coming, I don't really like to label, uh, no, use adjectives, al-musia or al-sot in general. But I mean. It, the process of the production was really, it's me trying to translate what's going on here and what I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to translate the ideas, the thoughts, I'm really trying to to translate the sounds that, I'm, that I want to produce in my head. Uh, so I'm kind of a messenger when I'm trying to put things together. A key in it, the production itself is an embodiment of the past, I don't know, 10 years maybe. Much best in terms of technique, it's not, it doesn't matter, but I know it, my signature sound or whatever you want to call it, this is how much it took to get there. Of course, it's, it's, a, it's a whole journey and we can hear it in your sound. Uh, so walk me through your process. How exactly do you start having these ideas, hearing these sounds and then translating them into tracks? And, uh, you know, I mean, of course, everybody interprets art differently, but I heard sirens, I heard gunshots, explosions, um, but I also heard moments of, of hope and dreaming. Um, so tell me how you imagine these beautiful sounds and then how you create this harmony. 
The siren thing is actually a sample of whatever, but I manipulated that to getting that sound, which is how I usually work. So uh, whenever I feel like I really want to do something, I just start producing. I let things happen. I let things happen. I think this probably has to do with my preference for uh, improv, because uh, I've been working with improv since forever, for the lives and for... And even in production, come in post production, come in. There's a big chunk that I that I leave um, uh, very um, open to um, improv. So my film methodology, I any bit but and it's 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 how it's how you get to understand more how your brain works and try to translate that. That's it. I, I, I don't have preconceived uh, skeleton, lal track, and it happens as I'm working. I think what triggers the skeleton is how I'm treating a certain sound or creating it. Maybe it starts with a sample or a sound, or if I'm doing it. And from this process, it's not going to be a good thing. It's not going to be a good thing. It's I'm a usually fast uh, worker or producer fast. No, no. Uh, sometimes I would be, I could be happy about a track, be hard and hard in. What if by then I go back to it in a few days just to make sure? No, is there anything else I'd like to do here or not? And that's how it goes. It has to be super uh, transparent. Be and keep it or keep smarter or keep I produce. So what gear do you use? I mean, it's very impressive when I watch your setups um, to see all the, the equipment you use and how you're able to improvise using all of them together in such a, uh, an effortless way. I would freak out. <laughs> I'm not a super techie kind of uh, producer. I'm not a guru in anything. I don't like to call myself a guru in anything. No technique is technique. And if you're interested in being super technical or knowing everything, tamam, good for good for you. But so I've been using the same gear for the past eight years and I haven't updated my gear. Uh they're all analog effectors, no synthesizer, uh IMS or no Juno or Mother no no like it's a very basic tiny it's not technical bimana and I just know my gear well bimana I know what they can or can't do and I know how to rewire them bitaria and to obtain what I'm thinking about so far my first gigs use a lot of gear you had time to really practice and learn so much uh, we'll go back to your initial days and in music but I want to talk about your injury if, if you want to share what happened with us and how it uh, impacted your year in terms of your your touring schedule and 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 your music not only the that it impacted everything uh, but I had I had a, an injury be my uh, 
upper arm. I said it was broken. I got to the ER, blah blah blah. Man, man, they demand the insurance. Okay, what are we in? Muzahharaf can't help us. Why? How many years? How many? A week later, it turns out I I had to undergo an operation. So hello, and they had it. They were barely on. But it took a while to get back on my two feet and to be able to use it. Yeah, hello. So I was frozen for a while. I keep the tour got cancelled when I uh, when I fell. So I had zero income. غير حالة البلد when everything. Halted for a while. But غير عن هيك غير the music sector, the entire حتى injury along with everything that was happening so many things shifted. So many choices have been revisited. My views على أساس تغيرت. ما بيد is مسكت فيهم زيادة على Zoom. Absolutely no compromise. حتى لو في كتير عالم زعلت مني على أديك. كنت عم بحكي بطريقة in a way تأذيهم أو تأذيل institutions تبعهم. إنه ما بدي اللي إنه مثلاً ليه بدك ت the wave riders وليه بدك تركب موجة الثورة وإنه منك بموقع تكون أنت leader معين أو إن you do not represent شقفة من العالم اللي فعلياً هي على الأرض اللي صلّم زمان كتير على الأرض دول إنه إذا أنت أو أنتم من إليت الشعب مش عم بقول أنت بحق لكم بحق لكم أنا من هي ما حدا تحكي عن الموضوع بس إنه ما فيكن تركبوا الموجة ونروح كلنا نهيس على الموضوع لا حتى لو I know it came from a good place في قصص يعني كلنا أكلنا كفوف فيها إنه تنوعة إنه لا ما فينا نعمل هيك أبدا ما فينا نضل مثل ما كنا نتصرف ما فينا كمان نتكل بس American European talent يجي على لبنان وكل شيء local talent يكون supporting act ما فينا ما في أقبل أنا بعد كمان صار لي سنة وشوية عم جاعر ما في أقبل أنا هلا إنه يكون في a huge imbalance بال باللاينابس gender imbalance in the lineups يعني ما في يقبل أنا يكون على اللاينب تسعة شباب وبنت وحدة مش لأنه لازم يكون مية بالمية بنات لأنه there's something horribly horribly wrong كل شيء يعني كل شيء everything is wrong everything is wrong but that's what the interesting thing was with this revolution this protest movement I think uh, it really showed us that we needed to rethink everything. Not only redo everything, but also rethink everything, that everything started in our minds. The wrong, the wrong ideas started in our minds and we were all part of it. We were all participating in a way or another. وبعدين كنا نسكت على كثير قصص، ما كنا نحط برايتيز على قصص المضبوطة أبداً، كانوا يلا هي بتقطع يلا بنقطع هي يعني خلص بنقطع هي ماشي حال ما معلش يلا قطعي له يا هلا ماشي الحال هي ما في اكسبوجر بالدق ما عليه ما هيدا هلا إذا زعل منك يو وونت جيت بوكت مرة الجاي طز شو أنا يعني عم بعمل ملايين يعني من هذا لأنه أنا I left the corporate world about three years ago. It was a tough choice, أكيد financial tough choice. We'll compromises أدوجي أكيد. بس إنه مش لأنه for the love of music تن لا لا مش كان هيك كان لأنه عن جد I did not want to be part of that cycle. أبداً. متري مثل كتير عالم أكيد إني ما بحياتهم حتى يمكن يشتغلوا in the corporate world يعني. بس إنه it is impossible. يعني if you can live off شو عرفنا جيجو or two اللي بيطلعوا لك 400000 او 800000 ليره بالشهر تكوني تمام <تصفيق> يعني هلا ديفيزي باغ كات صار لانه صار باربعه بس انه بوقتها كان 1005 يعني 6500 400 اللي هنا which is absolutely nothing يعني عم بحكي على 
السكيل تبعي اللي 1 مان they are not owners 2 they are not resident DJs 3 they do not rely on DJing to survive و 4 انه they well they don't need DJing ايه على اكسبوجر ما بعرف شو بس انه اكيد they get, they get paid differently على اي اساس ما بعرف ما بدي اعرفه بقى ما بفهم هذا المبدأ بس انه بجيب الكراود اوكي ده صحتين If everybody likes to play the same thing, Mabrouk. Yeah, so I want to talk about that because yeah. um, obviously uh, you're someone who doesn't like to compromise your ideas, your principles, your art, uh, which I really admire. Uh, so how have you been able to navigate the world of uh, nightclubs while uh, staying true to your sound and to your vision? I started DJing again two years ago, maybe, and I had stopped for 10 years. And before I started producing, I used to be a DJ. But I stopped and I started producing. So what I tried to do, I'm not going to do it before, I'm not going to do it before. I'm not going to do it I used to be a kid, so you know, I used to play literally everything. With the private parties, with the weddings, so I'm not going to do it before. I'm like, <laughs> cocktail. But this is the name. I'm not going to do it before, but I'm not going to فانه هلا how I do it I try to always يعني my my selection ما حتكون based على وين انا مش انه اذا opening حالعب انه شي جنتي او انه مين مش حالعب شي جعيل no, I always play what I want to play هلا اكيد I, I, I modulate حسب وين عم بلعب depends on the clubs اكيد بس انا I always make sure to stay true to what I want to hear Yeah, so what is that? What is that that you want to be true to? How do you define it? Because, for example, 2020, the track, uh, you know, people are not in a club when they're hearing it, right? They, they may be in their, sitting in their apartments or taking a walk if they're lucky because we're still all under quarantine. Um, so how does it change the experience of the music? You know, is it, is it strictly club music or is it more feeling music or thinking music? I mean, it is experimental at the end of the day. But the entire EP, I don't know, some tracks could be played in clubs, some others not. Actually, I, 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 I don't know, I think it's going to depend on the DJ or the selector that's gonna, who's going to play the track. Then a few DJs know they have this terrific way of... of mixing تن اول تراكس توجذر هلا بشك انه حدا يكون قاعد عم يعمل يوجا ويسمعهم حرام بصير بده تريبل <تصفيق> بس بس انه ما بعرف يسمعها اذا شي باساج معين دور شي بيكون تمام واذا لا كمان تمام يعني انه اتس جست ذير ات از وات ات از يو نو اي دونت لايك فورس سمون تو ليسن يلا اسمعها خلص انه اذا مش الحال تمام اذا مش الحال كمان It's just there. Khalas, man. Once I put it out there, it's no longer mine. For me, uh, I see, I feel a lot of darkness in your music, and I think you know, as collectively as Lebanese, and many people in the Middle East, we, I think, we do have to deal with this darkness within us, um, and and learn how to sort of transform it into other, more, I guess, more productive emotions and ideas, because the darkness can take over. Um, Maybe that's just me. It's personal, but that's how I feel. So tell me uh, if if that makes sense to you. بتصور نحنا شعوب نحنا شعب كتير 
ما بفكر لبعيد بمعنى انه بلحظتها هلا حتى لو عم تخرب الدنيا ليتس ميك ذا بيست اوت اوف ات يعني هاي لاخر لحظه انا رح اعيشها هلا ان شاء الله كانت احلى لحظه وابشع لحظه بس انه بي تي اس دي طبعا كل وقت <تصفيق> فانه ما يعني ايذر بناخذها على الاكستريم شنو تشيزي انه يي يا ربي دخلك بليز فينا ما نبطل نعمل الفلومه على الحرب الله يوفقكم <تصفيق> معروف ليه بدنا نضل نعيش او بناخذها على ثاني اكستريم اللي هو اندنايل نو 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 سافا روحها خذوا نكت انه اول ما تطلع خبريه بتخري خديلك على كميات النكت اللي بتنزل يعني وانا منهم يعني ها 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 نمدحك على الوضع نمدحك على حالنا شو حلو ها ها رح نموت بهالدقيقه اي ريلي هافنت فيجرد اوت هاو دو وي ديل وذ ذيس ثينجز برودكتيفلي اكيد اكيد بيطلعوا بمحلات معينه بس بتصور يمكن نستحي شوي كيف نحكي عنهم بطريقة سيريول ايه بنستحي انه يي لا ليه انه لا سبق ما بكي شي قومي طب لحظة في عين طارت معلم بكي خلص قومي 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 او بنكتب شعر عن العين اللي طارت على خمسة عشر سنة ومنجملها ونعمل نوستالجيا وياي ومدري شو ومنبيعها اساسا ويليكو عيني انا اللي راحت ويييا او انه خلص قومي ما بكي شي على كفي And this backfires majorly, majorly, majorly. لأنه عطول it speaks to a very niche audience. هذا هو المشكل. عطول في عم بحكي عن الشيء اللي عطول that romanticizes الوجع والشيء. You regret it. يا حرام. The poor on the earth. If عطول هذا it addresses a very niche audience. فبتصير إنه جد كل حدا عم بحكي بمال. تمام يا جماعة لحظة ما في هون الأهم. بعد ما خلصت الثورة أصلاً لنقعد نحكي عنها ونذكر ونعمل كتاب عنها وصور عن يا جماعة ونقول بنعمل صور عن هيدا ونبيع الكتاب ليه؟
I was thinking about it when it started because I was in Beirut and I was feeling, I mean, it was very intense um, and I, I was surprised that all the artistic institutions closed, but also I was amazed that the artists went out to the, into the streets and they were making street art and street music and obviously there were revolutionary songs. So how do you feel about the purpose of the artist in such times? I mean, I know that these are times where you are barely able to even function yourself when you're physically unable to to perform when you don't have the means to support yourself and when you don't have institutions where you can create and share your work i mean it's basically impossible to do anything but do you still feel that you have a mission to do something اكيد ديجا بس تحكي على اول شقفي على وقت الثوره وقت كانوا عم ينزلوا الشبيبه والصبايا على الارض وعم يغنوا وعم بيرسموا و و و شو ما كان يعني حتى حتى اللي قاعد عم يسمع وصوف حاطط ارجيله كل نهار عم بزر او ترمز كل نهار انه هيدي طريقته هيدي طريقته او طريقتها اوف ريكليمينغ ذا سبيس اللي كان كل هالوقت انه لهول السلام على اسمهم يعني انه تمام هيدا كمان از فورم اوف ارت اذا بدنا نسميهم يعني انه اتس فورم اتس ستيتمنت ان اتسلف انا هلا بدي اقعد هون بدي بدي اعمل ارجيله واسمع وصوف وفق ترمس على الارض وتطز عليكم كل تمام اعملها وفي كمان العالم اللي كنت كل يوم عم تنزل تغني من جميع انواع الجانرز طبعا او عم بيجربوا يعزفوا موسيقتهم لتو نيو اورينس او انه لقوا مثلا في في اكسبوجر اوبورتونيتي معينه فانه يلا تعالوا نركب صوت و ونهذا ريجاردز العالم رح تحب ما تحبه فصارت خبوصه حلوه وكمان طبعا كمان كان في الرابرز اللي تحيه لهم طلعوا شغل كثير حلو وكثير يعني كثير بمحله انه بهيك حاله انه شو معقول يعني شو معقول انه شو معقول تو برودوس ويدق باكثريه العالم اكثر من ما انه راب هيب هوب وعم تحكي بالنهايه باللبناني مع الشعب وعم تحكي بنفس اللغه تبع كل الشعب انا بين ماي فيري همبل اوبينيون اي ثينك راب مش عم جري سمل انه كل الرف اللي طلع اتمل عليهم ذا رابرز اللي طلع شغل منهم وقت الثوره وبعدهم يطلع منهم هن كانوا صوت كثير مهم وكثير عالي للثوره وكمان كل الفرق مثل ذا جريت ديبارتد الرحل الكبير اللي كمان كانوا تحت وغنوا وهذا كمان هو اللي مش فجاه طلعوا منن ويف رايدرز هو اللي من زمان وجاي عم بيحكوا هيدي اللغه وعم بيناشدوا بهال بهالثوره وهو للاسف اي ثينك حيداينوا اكثر حيعلموا اكثر من غير شيء بس ذس فيري بيرسونال لانه عن جد منا يعني الثوره منا او شو ما كان حدا عباله يسميها منا اثار منا شخصيه ما ما بتنتمي لحدا ولا لمجموعه ولا لاشخاص بس انه انا مين بالنسبه لكل هالعالم كل حدا عنده شيء يقوله كل حدا كل حدا عنده عن جد كل حدا عنده شيء يقوله بطريقته الخاصه أه بس بالنهاية كمان على الأرض I have to be realistic لا قصة أنا أهم ولا أهم من غيري ولا موسيقتي بتأثر أكتر بس إنه هول العالم فعليا على الأرض هول العالم اللي حيقدروا يحكوا أكتر مع العالم يعني بيحكوا قصص بتشبه العالم أكتر من ما أنا إنه أنا عم بعمل شي لنفسي مش كرمال إنه I don't want to pretend to be making something للشي أكبر مني أو هيدا 
طيب هلا قالوا اول شيء انه ذا ثورة was supposed to be for women and then second for LGBTQ rights because of course uh, you work with Hamid Sunno and obviously there was a really uh, disappointing scandal uh, that showed us how much work we still had to do regarding queer rights in the country. So how do you feel that these questions came out in the Thawra? Was it a healthy dialogue? Was it a constructive dialogue? Do you think it's it's true that the Thawra was a female uh, Thawra and that it was a queer Thawra? Thawra is all فهمنا انه حطيتهم نسوان عند الفرونت لاينز قدام الدرك وقدام مكافحة الشعب كرمال لانه وتمام والنسوان قدها وقدود بس مش شيء جديد مش أول مرة النسوان 
اللبنانيات بينزلوا على الارض وكانوا بيكونوا in the front lines وبيطالبوا بقصص مش بس انه علاقه فيهم collectively كمان بعد كثير بس انه لا لانه تذكرنا هلا تمام مش مشكل بعدين اذا انت بدك تسمي الثوره هي انثى انثى ليش واذا هي بعدها she's considered the second class citizen بعدها ما فيها حق ما على حق تاعت الجنسيه اللبنانيه وبعدها كمان ما فيها بتعمل شيء غير ما يكون عندها الجارون تبعها وبعدها اذا هي تغتصب بيشيلوا عنه بيسقطوا الحق عنه للمسيور البقره لانه فيه يتجوزها بريف انه في كثير قصص ابدا من ما نفقع ستيتمنت مثل ما هو الثوره هي وانت لا لحظه بالنسبه ل ال جي بي تي كيو اي بلس رايتس او الصرخه اللي طلعت مش من زمان طلع ميني دوكيومنتير او فيديو كمان عن هذا الموضوع مزبوط كثير بتصور الستيتمنت اللي انقال انه اف نوت ناو وين مزبوط كثير لانه مثل ما بلشنا الحديث وقت الثوره كنا كلنا وبعدنا كلنا عم ريكويشنينج ايفريثينغ عم نرجع نغير مبادئنا مش نغير انه نثبت مبادئنا يعني عم نعيط على القصص اللي كان ما كان فينا نعيط عليها قبل بروبرلي كمان مش اول مره المجتمع المين بينزل على الارض طبعا ومش بس على تيطالب بحقوقه لحقوق المدنيه و و و و, و. كثير مهم انه كان موجود كثير مهم انه النساء كمان كانت كنا موجودات كثير مهم انه عيطنا وصرخنا وطلبنا وكثير مهم انه نضل نطالب كمان بس كمان بتصور في شيء كثير مهم اللي هو انه لازم نضل نذكر حالنا انه هلا خاصة بال بالزركة اللي نحن فيها الايكونوميك زركة وسوشيال زركة اللي نحن فيها انه في عالم هلا الآن ببيتها منا قادرة تقول انه هي من المجتمع المين في عالم عم تتخبط ليل نهار وعم تنقتل ترانس جندر عم بينقتلوا ليل نهار وما بنعرف فيهم بس لانه هن هيك فانه قبل ما نحن نتويف ذات فلاج يمين شمال ونذكر العالم ليل نهار انه نحن من المجتمع الميم بدنا كمان ما ننسى العالم اللي مش قادره تقول حتى انه هي من المجتمع الميم او اللي حتى البرايتي تبعها هي انه انا هلا كيف بدي اكل بلا ما اكل قتله لانه علقانه او الان ببيت مع عالم ولا ممكن تفهمني That's a really interesting. So with your work, tell me about your work with the Butcher's Bride and, uh, you know, if you feel that it's part of this conversation about women's rights, queer rights, giving a voice um, to the community um, and so on. The Butcher's Bride actually started in 2017. It was uh, sort of an invitation from uh, Beirut and beyond for Hamid and I to work together, finally. And we can't tell you that we actually did that. I said it was supposed to be a one-time thing, but it went on. We just released our first single. I don't know if it's been a long time, but it's been a long time for a reason, I guess. Working with Hamid... is working with Hamid but it's, it's a purely uh, musical kind of uh, regardless of how we are going to be and it's not a project it doesn't it doesn't do anything behind it 
أكثر مما موسيقى واثنين اثنين عال... أشخاص عندهم علمين موسيقيين ديفرنت وعم بيشتغلوا على شي سوا أكيد بيجي هيدا التقل أوتوماتيكلي إنه نحن وقت أول ما بلشنا نشتغل سوا وحطينا نكتة يعني على فيسبوك إنه we're married لأنه بوتشرز برايد وهالهبل لا ما بخاف الكوارث اللي صارت يعني وبوقتها كمان كان صار كان عم بيصير في مشاكل مع ليلى وهيك مع مصر وكذا they got banned و و و فانه ما بخبري كميه الهبل اللي كانت عم تصير انا وانا مخصني يعني نو وان اللي عم تشت علي ف ومن جانب قد ما فيها هلا انا ماشي بالنسبه لانه هو قد ايه بياكلها ليل نهار ليل نهار انه مسجز وهراسمنت وغير ما انه طبعا القصه اللي صارت بيبلوس هالصيفيه حتى on a personal level يعني this is very damaging very very damaging and to be rejected from your own country وكرمال شو يعني this is absolutely ridiculous but so now we basically try to avoid going into these things it's a statement in itself I guess ديجا انت the fact that that you're producing music or that you're an artist هي منا لحالة I guess it's a statement بلا ما تعمل شي I do want to get a little bit into your musical influences and inspirations because uh, you're so, your work is so multifaceted. You have collaborations, you work in jazz, you work in techno, uh, even labels and genres obviously don't apply to you. Uh, so let's talk about your early experience with music and how it evolved and also how you're engaged with the music of the Arab world and the rhythms of the Arab world because I think that's important for all of us. I started just like everyone else, I guess, learning the piano and then I stopped doing that. Then I got the guitar and I started learning by myself and some bass, some drums, whatever I got my hands on, basically. I got into my rock phase, of course. Um, and after that came the jazz phase, which is still ongoing. I mean, not a phase, but I'm still in that mindset. At around the age of 16, 17, I started DJing. I learned how to DJ. I took some courses with uh, a DJ uh, who used to work in Beirut. He's now in Dubai. His name is Gilbert. He's an old school DJ. So I, I took some courses with him and I started DJing pretty much everywhere. And I took uh, pretty much a lot of uh, private parties, weddings and all of that. So I had my fair share of uh, crowd pleasing. And I decided to stop that, to start focusing on my own productions. And the way I saw it was how can I produce something, of course, without using any laptop whatsoever. How can I produce a sound that I am not able to attain, nor hear, nor listen to anywhere around me, with my limited capabilities, of course. So that research started, or experimentation started, by rewiring some gears that I have, be it guitar pedals to effectors, Uh, even the CDJs that I had, um, I used to work. I used to work with and experiment with. It was a fun process. It still is a fun analog process. Um, my first solo gig was in 2010, I guess. And back then, the the underground scene was very active. We had different organizers like Acousmatic System, who were uh, I think that was that was their peak time, 
10, 11, 12. And they used to organize gigs uh, pretty much every week. I had my solo project and some other collective projects, such as Hezbetaleta, an improvised post-rock band or project, and the DNB project, which is a live drum and bass electroacoustic uh, trio. Back then, the scene was very, very much active. We had uh, a regular crowd, dedicated crowd, who used to show up to all of our gigs, and everyone used to go to everyone else's gig. Um, there was more crowd dedication. People had more time to listen and to actually uh, participate in the gig. The past 10 years, I had lots of opportunities to collaborate with different musicians and also producers. I have collaborated with numerous jazz uh, sessionists or musicians, such as Fuad Afra, Bashar Farran, for my uh, DNB project, Khaled Yassin. I've worked with electronic music producers. I've worked with jazz musicians. I've worked with rock musicians. And what I always made sure to have in common uh, is improvisation, which is how I perceive music in general, the performances, the live performances. Even in my solo sets, I've modulated it in a way to have a sort of a hybrid session where I'd be working around structures and I'd leave some space, open space for whatever is happening in between these structures. Jazz is a huge umbrella, so I still don't know if I can call my sound a signature sound. I know that it's a fact, it's a sonic fact that I have a signature sound, and it's tarakum from projects I worked on and not because background but I always somehow um, insisted to work be either improv or approach structures life performance وبتصور هيدا الشيء كمان فتح مجال لإلي وللعالم اللي اشتغلت معه يقدروا وأنا كمان أقدر لقي طرق معينة يكون في مثل key points لنفهم كيف الموسيقى عم تشتغل بهاللحظة وكيف عم تصير براسنا باللحظة وكيف عم نترجم هيدا الشيء مع العالم اللي عم تسمعنا هلأ وبتصور هيدا مش حول signature sound بس انه signature طريقة شغل بالنسبة لي dynamics معينين بالموسيقى about my musical influences I don't like to call them influences but maybe sounds that or tracks that shaped me musically growing up uh, to name a few Bitches Brew by Miles Davis Future Proof, Massive Attack Narayan, The Prodigy a Change of Seasons, Dream Theater, L'Hotel Particulier, Serge Gainsbourg. Moussia, just the Amar Tnain, but it's in the Ilaasi album. Abu Ali, Ziad Rahbeni, Kamen. The Piano Drop, Tim Hacker, Ranochton, James Holden, Renegades of Funk, Rage Against the Machine, Les Alain, Soap Kills, Sweep by Faithless, but the live version.
The clubbing scene has evolved in a way to include um, local talent, be it production or DJing. Clubbing is no longer a privilege as opposed to 10 years ago. Uh, anybody is included, anybody can go clubbing, regardless of uh, how expensive it is for uh, most. Everybody goes clubbing. I mean, before the lockdown, of course, everybody used to go clubbing every weekend. Um, this has shaped the, the electronic scene in a way where if you're bombarded every week with international DJs that sound like most of the international DJs who get booked or who are on tour. Uh, so you have a certain sound, a certain techno sound that is that has been trending for a while and that everybody has been trying to mimic or to relate to in a way. It's the commercial techno kind of kind of sound and it tells. I consider the local talent actor local talent in a form of support international act. Mabije as the main uh, act. But the electronic scene is to mimic a certain sound they think sells or they produce in a way they think might help them get signed uh, in an international label which is not always uh, beneficial by the way uh, to get signed with a label but then we have a lack of local electronic label and i think this also has to do with how the scene has evolved but coming in parallel to that uh, frequent defect has picked up where acousmatic left off. Frequent Defect are uh, gig organizers. They're the new kids on the block and they've been doing a terrific job uh, in organizing, supporting and hosting uh, international artists and local uh, talents. And they also host workshops. And this is something to look forward to uh, because they are about what we used to stand for and what we stand for. And I think this is very sustainable in terms of nurturing the scene itself. Originally, techno stands for resistance, stands for underground as a genre and as a movement and where it started and how it started. Where it is today is pretty much far from where it orig originally started, I mean, just like any other genre, right? Most of the genres. In the hype of the clubbing scene, it became overly abused, um, and it is everywhere, and its diversity is not that wide anymore. Um, and I think it paved the way for so many anti- mainstream techno uh, genres and movements which is somehow good but also where do we take it from my take on club music um, is not really techno as we know it i mean as long as you remain true to yourself it really pays off as long as you know your crowd more or less and you know your sound and you play however your gut tells you to play and you have platforms that allow that, then I think you're good to go. I don't like to limit club music 
or club sound to a certain genre because I think this is simply an answer to a certain business or a certain industry, which is fine for those who are interested in that. There's always a way to integrate what you stand for and what you want to hear and what you'd like to hear if you are part of the crowd. We all started as a crowd and we still are crowd. And also to always, always, always evolve and not limit yourself. I'd like to push this scene further. I'd like for it to have a better gender balance in its lineups from clubs to festivals, people working in the music industry. I'd like for the scene to have better established connection with its different branches and also with the region. We should make up for all the time wasted and we should connect more with our regional scenes while making more room for female and non-cis producers and DJs to emancipate, have their own sound and to be more represented and integrated within the scene. Now, I remember when I was a teenager in Beirut, uh, right after the Civil War, which is uh, maybe a, about a few years before you were a teenager, there wasn't really much of a scene. I mean, there was soap kills and a couple of clubs and DJs, and that was it. So we really had to look for the music and, um, and to experiment with our own means. This is somehow a, a blessing, but you know, we made it turn out to be profitable. As opposed to Generation Z, everything is accessible. You're a click away from the the relationship that we had and that we still have with music and how how we listen, how we properly listen to music and take out what we need or what we highlight things, I think is very different. I mean, it's a different experience coming that you need to have patience to but then rewind the cassette. <laughs> تعملي فيد ان فيد اوت وزبايك تسجلي تراك عن الراديو بتضلي ناظرة كل النهار لتبريس ريكورد وزبطي الانتين تما تخيش كل هول قصص بتصور كيف كمان نكتشف الموسيقى الموسيقى الجديدة كيف كنا نكتشفها مية بني يا حدا بيعطينا سي دي عنده يا يا منروح ننبش ورا لانه بتعرفي ممنوع كان سي ديات المش اوريجينز وهو يا بانه بننبشون يا مننزل من يم نابستر أول ما بلشوا الداونلودز وهيدا أول ما نروح عند الجوكي نسحب من عنده السيلكشنز ونرجع وي ريسيلكت بنعمل سيلكشن على الكمبيوتر بنعمل سي ديز تبع فهيدا البروسيس بيخليك تسمعي قصص أكثر. And then at the time really there was no awareness of the music in our neighboring countries whereas now I mean, the scene is so prolific. There's so much going on, which is really amazing, but also leads sometimes to some too many sounds that start to sound similar. That's the problem, uh, I guess, in the region. Unfortunately, that was a huge mistake that we never looked next to us. We never looked uh, beyond uh, our uh, close borders. It's dumb, yeah. And now, 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 
كلنا مش بس لبنان يعني كل البلاد العربيه ما كانت عم تطلع حالها ليه ليه بدنا نطلع على برا بس وهلا وبعدين اللي بس بدنا نطلع لبرا الرجل الابيض از اكسبكتينج اس نبيع الطبله وال وبالي دانسينج اكيد انا اكيد اخر شخص رح يرقص هلا ايفر كثير صعبه